Welcome to the Mid Podcast, where we talk about random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. You can find us on Twitter, Spotify, and YouTube at the Mid Podcast, and on Patreon at patreon.com backslash the Mid Podcast, where we download additional content that is only available if you subscribe to our Patreon. I am one of your hosts, the great Catherine, here with my co-host, Brendan. Hello. And today is my favorite day. It's Saturday. Have a lot to talk about. Yes, yes, yes we do. So, since it's Saturday, that means it's... AEW. AEW Review Day. Whoop, whoop. So. So. Are you ready to get mid with some wrestling? Let's start. All right, first segment, random news. Love random news. I have 12 or 13 random news topics. I think I have one. Okay. And it may be one I have written down, so you yes. never know. So, your thoughts on Riddle was supposed to win the Royal Rumble. Um... You know how I just woke up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would sleep through that. Well, damn. I don't like that guy. He's not a, in my opinion, he's not a world champion type. Maybe I, I could see him winning, like, the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title. But I don't think he should be a WWE champion or a Universal champion. He's one of those like high mid carters, but decent. If that makes sense. I see where you're going, and my thought was that's probably why they paired him with Randy Orton to try to groom him. To become a champion. Dude just flat out sucks. Like he's a good wrestler. I just don't like him. That's. My only. Gripe about him. Is I find his character annoying. Yes. But dude's good in the ring. Not taking anything away from him. I don't even think he's that good in the ring. I mean he's not the best but he's not that bad there's been worse than Matt Riddle I'll say that well yeah that's true too what's next next rumor has it Kurt Angle is returning to WWE Yeah, I'll sleep through that as well. Well, damn, I've got you sleeping through two topics already. It's going to be a boring podcast. Well, maybe you did something interesting. Well, I'm wondering if they're bringing him back to... Because they're desperate. Well, maybe, but I'm wondering if they're bringing him back to help with the younger talent, maybe in NXT. Anything to help NXT. 
NXT needs help badly. Or is he going to come back and wrestle on the main card as, you know, Kurt Angle? Uh, why not just, like, don't bring him back at all? Well, that that's true, too, but just throwing it out there for topics to talk about. So, Shane McMahon was supposed to be booked for Elimination Chamber. And WrestleMania. And not no more. And then, rumor has it he gets fired from WWE. And there goes the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, There has been reports that Shane was a little prick backstage, and he was not agreeing with being thrown out by Brock Lesnar, and that Vince wasn't listening to Shane and was listening to Brock. I mean, Vince sees Nick Conmore as his son now than he ever thought of Shane. Mm, good point, good point. So, can't wait for Shane Con to show up <laughs> on AEW. Here comes the money! Oh, that music fucking hits at AEW, then everybody's gonna go wild. But people have warned the Con not to hire Shane because he's a like the spoiled little rich brat. Businessman wise, Shane is smart, but I think he could help out because he's not that bad of a wrestler, too. But I don't know. I really don't know how I feel about Shane showing up in AEW. I don't want him there personally. I like AEW the way it is. We don't need to make man in AEW. We have the con. That's all we need. And and the decent con, not the bad con that WWE has. The only way we get a McMahon is if Triple H shows up. Yes. And he's not a McMahon. Exactly. Also, there was rumor that the reason Shane left was because he wanted to go to the indie circuit to get more wrestling experience, I read. What do you think about that, if that's true? I can see that. That makes sense. But either way, I'm disappointed that I will not hear Here Comes the Money for a while unless I play it myself. Because <laughs> I've always loved me some Shane O'Mac. Shane O'Mac's awesome. Shane O'Mac, crazy motherfucker. I That's mean, why he's awesome. This motherfucker jumped off the Titan Tron one time. Well, yeah. No, that was like a holy shit moment. Because uh-huh. nobody had ever done that. Our next topic, which we kind of discussed at the beginning, was WWE is thinking about splitting up Riddle and Orton, and something came up that we saw Randy at the Royal Rumble, but guess who did not show up on Raw Monday night? Randy Orton. Randy Orton. So what's going on? I don't know. And truthfully... I don't care. Randy Orton in AEW? I hear voices come. I'm oh. just saying. You give me fucking MJF and Randy Orton in AEW. Whoa! My head will be exploding because them are two fine-ass motherfucking men. 
Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, I got the young MJF, and I got the old Randy Orton. And Randy Orton is still fucking fine for 41 years old. Imagine if they throw Balor in there, too. Put them three together as a faction? Fuck yeah. TK, I need that to happen. So, in one company, you would have Orton, Balor, Wardlow, and Maxwell. I don't think my panties can handle that. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. What's next? Do you think AEW is fine without Kenny Omega? Um, I'm a Kenny fan. I'm a Kenny fan, too. I do like Omega. But I would have to say yes. Because, yeah, he's been hurt, which sucks, because Kenny's one of the best. But what would they do with him right now? You, They had him drop the title to Hangman. He'd have to come back and work his way back up for a title shot, I would suppose. I mean, that's only fair. But there could be a lot. I mean, there's a lot you could do with Kenny. Kenny come back, team with the Young Bucks, break up the elite faction, and Adam Cole and the Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly go one way, and Kenny and the Young Bucks go the other way. Cool. And then you can have them, hmm. like, battle for a little while, give us a good storyline with them. Yeah, and get rid of this best friend stuff i mean i like the best friends but i mean it's over yeah so we need a new storyline for the best friends i don't know i still think trent's gonna turn on the best friends i would be surprised i don't trust him (laughs) but i mean so far i do think AEW is doing well without kenny omega yeah i think Without Kenny, they've been doing. I mean, it's not like WWE. So, like, if Roman Reigns gets sick again, like he was before and has to be gone for four or five months, they don't have anybody else that can carry WWE. And Roman is carrying WWE. Maybe Seth. Maybe Seth Rollins. I would throw Seth saying that he's carrying as well. You know, where. AEW, you could put anybody in there to carry that company. Jericho, Punk, Adam Cole, but MJF. I mean, let's you got a lot continue of people. with that because people bitch that AEW has a big roster, which it's what, like over 200 people? I believe so. But if your top guy goes out, you have a roster to fall back on. Mm-hmm. And plus, Tony Khan's like, if you're not getting TV time, you could go out to these other promotions. You could go wrestle in the indie scene. You could go to NJPW. The difference with an AEW contract and a WWE contract, from my understanding, is an AEW, when you sign a contract from AEW, you're an independent contractor. So you're basically working for yourself. But you agreed to show up at these appearances for AEW. Yeah. Whereas when you sign a WWE contract, you're WWE. That's it. You're nothing else. You're not an independent contractor where you can go find work elsewhere. Yeah. 
So that's the big difference. And I think I recently read that Tony was happy with that, that way he does stuff, you know, letting them be independent contractors. Yes, because they are wrestlers. I mean, who the fuck? Can I get a job where I can show up one day fucking a week to work and then do whatever I want for four other days? <laughs> or, well, six other days counting the weekend? Minus and the and days that you have obligations, like, you know, if they need you to come to such and such special appearance, I'm sure, yeah. you know, that's in, in the agreement, too. But pretty much, they're like, show up on Tuesday, we do our shows on Wednesday, leave on Thursday, uh, it, it, do whatever you want for the other time. Yeah, unless we have a pay-per-view or something. Yeah. So they're not like WWE. You have you have Raw on Monday, which is a live show. You'll probably do a house show. House show. You have NXT main event. You have uh, what's that other one? The um, cruiserweight thingy they do. Two hundred five. Yeah, you got that. You do a house show. SmackDown. SmackDown on Friday. You do a house show on Saturday. You do a house show on Sunday. Pay-per-views. Pay-per-views every month, where AEW only gives you four pay-per-views per, per year. Yeah. I would work for AEW, too, if I was a wrestler. And I would be fine with not getting TV time. Because if you're going out and you're doing something in the indie scenes, like somebody from 2.0, I forgot who it was, but they were out here in North Carolina, and they were doing an indie show called DPW. Mm-hmm. I forgot what 2.0 member it was. Well, it's like Thunder Rosa's going to be wrestling next weekend at, at some indie event. That yeah. I've been seeing it on my Twitter feed. Just saying. I think I'd rather work for AEW, Wait, where really? I technically only have to work one day a week. Wait. Ruby Soho and, and Thunder Rosa showed up at GCW. In WWE, you are on the road, I think they said, 300 and some days a year. Out of the 365. Out of 365 days a year, you are on the road at least 300 plus days. Yeah. So that leaves you no time for your family. AEW, you come to work on Wednesday, you're pretty much done. Unless you have, like, some other obligations, interviews, appearances they may want you to do, pay-per-view once every quarter, that leaves you time to spend with your family. So might you're technically you. not missing out on shit with your family. Might need you to show up on dark here and there. So I'm just saying, which company would you want to work for? And plus... AEW is like, yeah, you could go out and like do these Twitch streams and everything. We're in WWE. The only way you can make money is by working for WWE. Just saying. I mean, I might make more working for WWE, but would I rather have more money or more family time? Family time is something you will never get back. You can always make money. Yeah. And plus, if you're going out to these other promotions, they're paying you, too. Mm-hmm. Next topic. What about this match? This might be a match 
you didn't think you need, but you might need after I tell you. Okay. AJ Styles versus Edge. Mm, I don't know how to feel about that. I think I would like to see that. I would like to see it, but not in WWE. Because they would have to... Either Edge would have to learn the NJPW style, or they're going to have to make it a WWE match. So, yeah. No, I'm not here for it. So, during the Rumble last week, it was said that Vince kept changing the order of the men's Rumble. And some of the men didn't know who they were supposed to be eliminating. Oh, fuck. I mean, I've heard of, you know, making changes on the fly, but that's a little close call there, you think? Not down to the last millisecond. Yeah. Oh, hey, so-and-so, you're going out at number 10, but you were supposed to go out at number 30, and you were supposed to eliminate this person. (laughs) (laughs) Next. It has been reported that WWE asked Nia Jax to come back for the Rumble. And her quote was, oh, fuck no, I'm not coming back. I don't blame her. I really don't blame Nia Jax. I mean, they kind of did her shitty, but there's also some things that she's kind of a cunt. So I don't know. Well, also, they tried to get Peyton Royce and um, Billy Kay back. They said no, too. They said fuck no, too. So, I don't blame either one of those three for saying fuck no to Vince McMahon. So, we have my next topic, which I'm a little upset about. Okay. You remember we had the match, I think it was Battle of the Belts, between Britt Baker and Riho. Yeah. Riho did that pretty much whole fucking match with a broken collarbone. She broke her collarbone early in the match, didn't complain, finished the match. So she is going to be out for a while with a broken collarbone. That sucks. I like Riho. I do too. I mean... Girl finished the match and didn't complain. I'd have been like, fuck, I gotta stop. Screw this shit. 70 pounds of Rio not complaining about a broken collar, bro. Exactly. Damn. I mean, she might not even be 70 pounds soaking wet. That's like Balor when he got his shoulder popped out of the socket. Yeah. It popped it back in and won the match. So, you know all the complaints about the Royal Rumble and how... People were disappointed. Majority. Because I still am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we did spend the next three days watching AEW on the DVR trying to get rid of <laughs> the stank of the Royal Rumble. What would you think of the con doing an All Elite Rumble? Oh. And it being open to anybody from any other promotion, probably not WWE. Oh, yes, yes, 
Yes. I need that. We need a TK Rumble. And we should call it the TK Rumble. <laughs> yes. The Con Rumble. The good con? Seen this on Twitter. We love Twitter. Yeah. Go follow us at um, the Mid Podcast. Yes. So, back to the Rumble. Okay. Could you name me a future star who was built at the Rumble and compare that future star to the built that MJF got Wednesday night? Bad Bunny. Okay. (laughs) Wow. And he's not even a wrestler. Johnny Knoxville. They're not even a wrestler. (laughs) So your answer is nobody. Nobody, yes. That was pretty much the replies people got. Yeah. I was shocked that Maxwell went over in Chicago. Oh, we're going to talk about that in depth. So, But they didn't bring anybody from NXT into the Rumble, which, like, if they would have brought, um, shoot, shoot. Braun Baker? Yes. And put him over? Maybe. Maybe. But no. So the answer would be nobody. Nobody. How can anybody from WWE be compared to Maxwell, who is the salt of the earth? Which, by the way, if you haven't heard our Royal Rumble reaction, they are on Patreon.com backslash The Mid Podcast, where we also posted a Star Wars Phantom Menace review yesterday. Yes, you really need to go watch our reaction for the Rumble, and also you need to go watch our AEW reaction live. On our YouTube channel. At the Mid Podcast. From Wednesday night. I think I invented words. (laughs) At the Mid Podcast. Watching that live. I'm surprised the neighbors didn't call the police on me. (laughs) So last year, you know how many people got fired from the WWE? Like 83? 183. God fucking hell. You were off by like 100? I was off by 100. And you're blowing my ears out. Holy shit. You are way too loud. I think you need to take your microphone away from your mouth a little bit. No, it's fine. So, they fired 183 people last year. And they're having a problem to... One of their events, they cannot start their scheduled women's Dusty Classic because they don't have enough women. They don't have enough tag teams. That's their problem. You know who has enough tag teams? The Con. You know who needs even more tag teams? The Con. I can't wait till the Briscoe show up. Them boys. Yup. Who them boys? Them boys are coming after FTR. And I love me FTR. I can't. We need that match. Okay. Next topic. Okay. The mighty Bill Goldberg showed back up on SmackDown. Your thoughts on Goldberg versus Reigns? (laughs) Oh, sleep again? Yep. 
So your thoughts on Goldberg ending Roman Reigns' 500-plus day reign as the Universal Champion? I could care less about it. Okay. Okay. So, guess you won't be watching Elimination Chamber? I probably will. You probably will, because we have two for the podcast. (laughs) And I'll probably complain about it anyways. Probably. It's not good. Okay. So that's all the news I got. Hold what on. you got? Uh, What TK said, we're getting a debut on Dynamite this week. Yes, I have that in later. Oh. Info. So there was, like, there was a handful of matches on SmackDown last night. And handful, what do you mean, two? Uh, five. Holy shit. Five whole matches. How long do you think they lasted? Mm, Tops, probably about five minutes. All of them were under four. Well, damn. Thank you, Con, for giving me a 43-minute match Wednesday night. I needed it. I really needed it. Although I was a little pissed, but I needed it. So, we had four matches on Rampage last night, right? Within an hour. Within an hour. Okay. The Sammy match went about, what, 10 minutes, give or take. Yeah. The Jay Lethal match went about 15 to 20. Yeah. The Thunder Rosa match, that... Probably 15. Give or take. And what was the other one? I forgot. Uh, Damn, what was the other one? Um... Hold on. Oh, Adam Cole and Evil Luna. And that probably went about eight to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So you're meaning to tell me a two hour show that has about seven matches on it, five of them go under four minutes? And people will say this is the best company? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here! No. Go watch professional wrestling and stop watching sports entertainment. Yes. But But I would like to be entertained by MJF in my bedroom. I think it's time to break down Dynamite. I think you might be right. I think we should break down Rampage first. Nothing cool happened on Dynamite. The fuck it is! (laughs) I kept trying to get you to watch Phantom Menace Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, and you kept saying, no, ma'am. Which, by the way, if you have not, we posted a Star Wars Phantom Menace review on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash the mid-podcast. Pick you a tier and support the podcast. We have $1, $3, $5, and $10. We some cheap mofos. Yeah. So, it is... Dynamite time. We love dynamite. Yes. We love dynamite. We just love AEW, period. The best part of it was Dan Housen. Okay. <laughs> so, dynamite starts off um, with a match that we were supposed to get that we didn't get. We were supposed to have a John Moxley versus Brian Kendrick match. Well, unfortunately... Brian Kendrick got himself in some trouble 
And so they pulled him from the match and replaced him with Wheeler Yuta. An up and coming star, Wheeler Yuta. Good I match. Like, I like Yuta. It was a decent match. Yuta has shown some improvement. Yeah. And Yuta came out with Orange Cassidy and Dan Alden. Your favorite. Love Dan Alden. I do. He's hilarious. It was a pretty good match. It was a good match. For it being last second, mm-hmm. it was a good match. So, Orange Cassidy and Danhausen distracts Moxley, and you see Yuta come off the top rope and nail Moxley. I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, Moxley ends up getting the win. Yeah. But the most important thing of this match is what happened after this match. As Moxley is celebrating, he turns around and is face-to-face with the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. And And week before last, I think it was on Rampage, we see Danielson in the back watching Mox's match on the monitor. So we're figuring we're going to get a Mox-Danielson match soon? No. No. That is not what Danielson is after. So let's discuss what he's after. Um, Danielson proposes he and Mox join forces and grab some young talent like Lee Moriarty, Wheeler Yuta. Who else did he name? Uh, who was the other guy? Um, was it Daniel Dar- Garcia. Daniel Garcia. And form their own faction. I'm down. I'm here for it. I am down for this. I am down for this faction like I would go down on MJF. Damn. That must be mean she's really down for it. Yes. You get trained by John Moxley and Brian Danielson. Them three would be those three that he named to take under their wing. They would be some bad mofos Not in about mention, three years. Lee Moriarty is already good. good. Could Yuda's be better. pretty good. And Garcia's pretty and good. Garcia's pretty good. And they're all under, like, 25 years old. And do you put those three getting trained by Danielson and Moxley? Oh. That would be fucking awesome. Just saying. But no, AEW doesn't like building homegrown talent. And that's why all their homegrown talent but, has titles right now? But Hangman, world champion... Jade Cargill, TBS champion. Britt Baker, women's champion. Sammy. Sammy, TNT champion. Jurassic Express, tag team champions. Yeah. Luchasaurus was tag team champions before that. Was he? I mean, um, the Lucha Brothers. They were tag team champions yeah. before that. The, and the Young Bucks are in JPW, but they were still there. Yeah. But no, they don't build homegrown talent. That's why we're totally not having a Lance Archer versus Hangman match on Wednesday for the AEW title. title. Anyways. Okay, so our next segment in Dynamite killed their rating. Yeah, I saw that. It, It was the worst segment of Dynamite in a very, very, very long time. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I like Brandy. I do she's too. a beautiful lady. 
She does not need to be in the ring. She does not need to be on the mic. She would be better suited maybe as a manager. Yeah. That doesn't talk. So we get the Brandy Dan Lambert segment. We love Dan and, Lambert. And it's bad when you rather pull for Dan Lambert. Like, Brandy is so hated that the fans were telling her to shut the fuck up. And they were cheering for Dan Lambert. And Dan Lambert said, I'm a white, AEW hating, sexist conservative standing next to you, but they're just cheering for me. I, I mean, I could have done without this whole segment, except for Ethan Page looking hot in the ring. Brandy did have a good line on Ethan, though. Oh, well, they only hired him to get to Josh Alexander. That was a good line. It was even better, because as they're, you know, going at it, mm-hmm. who shows up? Paige Van Zandt. To take out Brandy. Ethan Page takes a fucking selfie <laughs> in the ring of Paige Van Zant spearing fucking Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of think I might need to see Paige Van Zant beat the shit out of Brandy. Yeah. I don't need to see it on Dynamite. I need to see it, like, on Dark. Maybe Rampage. It'll probably be a pay-per-view match. No, I don't even need it to be a pay-per-view match. I don't need filler matches. AEW does not need to do filler matches. Because you got enough fucking good talent. You don't have to do filler matches like WWE. Or, hear me out, hear me out. We get this match on Dynamite one week, right? Brandy backs out last second, and oh, here comes Tony Storm. Tony Storm versus Paige. I could go for that. Vanzer. I could go for that. So next, we get a Matt Hardy promo with the AHFO, and he's pissed. Yeah. Because Private Party did not win the tag belts from Jurassic Express on Rampage the previous Friday. Yes. So he's like, okay, Isaiah Cassidy is going to fight Sammy Guevara on Rampage Friday for the TNT title. How you feel about that? Let's go Isaiah Cassidy. Let's go Sammy. Let's go Isaiah Cassidy. I mean, I like them both, though. <laughs> Our next match, we get our boy Pinta. You love Pinta. Love Pinta. Can't wait for Phoenix to come back. Pinta tags with Pack. Yeah. Neville. And <laughs> they are going up against the new name. The Knights of Black. For the House of Black. Brody King, Malachi Black. Was a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, Pack makes his Return to the ring. Thought he did pretty well. Yeah. Still would have loved to see him blindfolded. Yeah, but you, you can't do that. If you're good enough. Of course, you know, House of Black wins because Malachi spits the black stuff in Penta's eyes. That's going to be how Penta joins the House of Black. You think Penta's joining the House of Black? Uh-huh. Maybe. Could be. I think Phoenix is going to join them, too. Oh, that would be awesome. Because I don't want them to split up the Lucha Brothers. No, I don't either. I like them together. They're a really good tag team that fit really 
good together. Yeah. So next, we get an Adam Cole promo. Your man. I like Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole is fucking awesome. And Adam Cole is pissed because everybody keeps saying, you lost to Orange Cassidy, which he did. He did, but. It don't go against his ratings because it was an unsanctioned lights out match. Um, so Adam Cole's got a new goal, evidently. He's pissed off, and he's getting ready to take it out on everybody, and he challenges Evil Uno to a match on Rampage. Yep. Do you see Adam Cole going for the AEW title in the near future? He's winning that damn thing. Revolution. He's going to win the world title. He's going to be AEW champion, Adam Cole, baby. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Now, I would have a problem with if Adam Cole wins the title and then they start putting him up against my boy. Sorry, Adam Cole. You would be trash. Adam Cole would beat the fuck out of Maxwell. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, but yes, anyway, yes. Let's move on. So, our next match is a women's match. Which, for a women's match, thought it was really good. Again! Like, I only think there's been, like, one women's match in AEW that I had no interest in. And I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> but I remember, I was like, it's boring as hell. But Nyla Rhodes and Ruby Soho tear the house down. Yeah. Once again. Good match. I like Nyla more than Ruby Soho. Am my bad person for that? No. I like Ruby Soho more than I like Nyla Rose. And you know, Nyla has become a lot better since she aligned herself with, Excuse me! <laughs> I just love saying that. Yeah. But no, I thought that match was, I don't think it was better than the one they had in the TBS tournament. But I thought this match was pretty good. Was that the one in Greensboro? Yeah. That we were at live? Yeah. Yeah. That one was a good match. So, Ruby comes down to the ring. And uh, as she's getting in the ring, she throws her jacket at Nyla and begins to attack her. Because Nyla is giving up like 60 some plus pounds to Ruby Soho. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got size versus speed again. This time, size one. This time, size one. Nala pretty much dominated that whole match overall. Yeah. Now, Ruby did get in some offense here and there, but overall, I would say Nala Rose dominated that match. Yeah. And I'm not disappointed with Nala getting the win. No, neither am I. Are they going to keep this feud going, or what? Uh... They're one, was it one for one? Ruby's one one, Nala's one one. I have to have a rubber match oh, somewhere. Maybe. So, our next segment, we see Jungle Boy standing up against the column, the wall, whatever. Yeah. And, and our favorite ass boys. Not really. We hate the ass boys. I like the gun club. They're annoying as fuck. I like the gun club. I like their dad when he was with X Pac. And they, I mean, with Road Dog Billy Gunn, and they were the New Age Outlaws, and they would come out and say, your ass better call somebody. You don't like the gun club? No, I think them two little prick sons of his are pricks. That's the point. I know that's the point. 
So they come out, and yes, I called them the ass boy, so Austin, you can sue me. <laughs> um, and throw poor Jungle Boy out in the snow. Don't want and, and it's not just, it is not just like a dusting of snow. It's like three or four feet of snow. <laughs> Didn't one of them get knocked down by a fucking jacket? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jungle Boy threw his jacket at one of them. <laughs> so. So. We're going to have a Jurassic Express Ask Boys match soon? That's going to be good. You think they're going to let Jurassic Express no. drop the title? No. And then if they drop the title to anybody, it's going to be FTR. So after that promo, what do we get? What do we get? We get a preview of Punk and MJF getting ready for their match, which will be the main event on Dynamite. Mm. Mm. A shirtless Maxwell. Gotta love it. (sighs) Oh, is it boring you? Yeah, that match wasn't that good. Is my preview boring you? No. Talking about MJF. Is it boring me? It's not boring me, <laughs> according to my panties. <laughs> Stuff I don't need to fucking know about. Stuff I, I love to say just knowing. to get your reaction. I could go weeks without knowing that stuff. You're going to miss this when you go back home to your dad. You're still going to tell me shit like that. So next we get the Hangman Adam Page interview. Sorry, I'm not an Adam Page fan. I, I think he's boring as fucking hell. Adam Cole, and I don't even know if hell would be boring. Hell probably is more interesting than Adam Page. Adam Cole's gonna take the title off of him. He's been champion for 81 days. Yeah. How many times has he defended that title in 81 days? Twice against Danny Wilson. Exactly. You're a sorry piece of shit champion. A real champion would defend that title all the time. Maxwell would defend it once every four months. He would not. Yes, he would. Wrong. (laughs) So, as Hangman is doing his interview with Shivani, I think? I think it was. Um, we're told that he's going to have a Texas death match against Lance Archer next Wednesday. Yeah. Do you know what a Texas death match is? Basically a Stream Rolls hardcore match? It is similar to a last man standing match. Okay. And Archer comes out and jumps Hangman. Body slams him on the steel stairs. Ouch. Ouch. My spine just felt like it ripped into like a thousand pieces. Yeah. Anyways. I'm kind of looking forward to that match on Wednesday. Hey, man's going to win. It probably, but I mean, I'm just looking for the Mohawk murderer. Is that what he is? Warhawk? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Anyway. Mohawk? I I I am just waiting for him to tear this motherfucker up. I mean, I know Hangman's gonna win, but he's gonna tear him up. Hangman's gonna be feeling the effects of Archer the next few days. 
And then we're going to get Adam Cole versus Hangman. And Adam Cole's going to take the title off of Hangman. Because Adam Cole deserves it more than Hangman. Okay. Baby. I, I can agree with that. <laughs> so then we get a Chris Jericho promo. Love me the goat. Yeah. Um. However, Chris, I don't need you to be on camera crying about Santana and Ortiz. They did what they did because they wanted to do what they did. I mean, just saying. So, Jericho calls for an inner circle meeting next week in the ring. And says his only true friend is Sammy Guevara. (laughs) Well, damn. Damn. How do you think that's going to turn out Wednesday? Um... In a fight. In a fight? And mm-hmm. there's rumors that Eddie Kingston says he's healed, but he just hasn't been cleared by doctors. He gets cleared this week. You think we're going to see Eddie Kingston show up Wednesday? Yeah. He going to lay it, the smack it down on that candy ass? Maybe. I mean, I kind of like Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Like, he's the annoying grandpa. That's what he <laughs> reminds me of, like, the annoying grandpa. That always shows up at the wrong fucking time. Here and, we and, call, and causes chaos. And then you gotta clean up the chaos. He's like the drunk uncle that's cool to hang out with, but not always cool to hang out with. Yeah, I've had one of those. It's like, yeah, he'll be cool to take to like a baseball game or a hockey game or something like that. But like hanging out like around the house. Him getting plastered might not be that fun. No, probably not. Anyways. Time out? Mm-hmm. What are we time outing for? Because I can't go do something. That is? Oh, okay. Sorry for that. <laughs> We're back. We're back. And if you could have just seen Brendan's face for what <laughs> I said. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. I can't say it on the air, but Bobby, you would have loved it. <laughs> you would have freaking loved it. So anyway, on to the main event. Shitty ass main event. I'm Motherfucker, kidding. this this could be one of the matches of the year. It was a great fucking match. It was a really good fucking match. It is up there for one of the greatest matches of the year so far in AEW only yeah beats anything that ever you put on at the Royal Rumble so awesome awesome match great match both guys did well yeah one better than the other cause he cheated no dude cheated three fucking times no yeah once Three times. Three times. I loved how MJF came out and flipped the fans off. Who doesn't love flipping the fans off? It's so great. He does it all the time. (laughs) Also love the fact that he came out and pinstriped trunks to give a fuck you to Chicago. (laughs) You know what would have been even better? If he came out in tiger-colored trunks, 
the blue and orange Detroit Tiger mm-hmm. with the French D. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I might have cheered for Maxwell if you did that. That would have been good. Might have cheered for Maxwell. I cheer for Maxwell anytime, so it don't matter because I'm a Maxwell girl. Then we get CM Punk coming out. Love. Yeah. I love Colter personality. Love the song. Just hate that it's associated with this piece of shit. You love CM but Punk. But he did get a loud pop from the crowd, giving that they are in Chicago and it is his hometown. Yeah. So as CM Punk is entering the ring, guess who's running their mouth? Maxwell. Of course. Do you think Maxwell's ever going to shut up? No. He probably runs his mouth in his sleep. Probably. (laughs) He's probably bitching at somebody in his sleep. (laughs) So, before the match starts, they show Cameron gets a glimpse of MJF. MJF looks like he's ready to pounce on that ass. Honey, come pounce on mine. It's available. But he looks like he's ready to tear up CM Punk. Like... I'm going to beat the fuck out of this man. By cheating. CM Punk looks the same way. Like, they look like they really fucking hate each other. Yeah. So, right there, you know you're going to get a good match. Uh-huh. When you have that much level of hate. So much so much anticipation. Yes, there was so much anticipation for this match. This so, this anticipation started, like, November, the, the second or third week of November. I think it was the third week of November when Maxwell was out there talking and Punk come out. Maxwell introduced himself like a young gentleman should. <laughs> he does have good raisings. And CM Punk just walked out. So, we got a month and a half buildup, almost two months. Yeah. They never really fought each other. You know, like had tuffles in the ring or anything. Yeah. It was all verbal abuse. Which also, I think, led to why this match is so good. Mm Mm-hmm. That would make a lot of sense. Many people thought we were not even going to get this match, even though it was announced at Beach Break when MJF says, I will see you in Chicago. We all thought he would find a way to back out of this match. I was one of those people. I was kind of one of those people, too. But when they started promoting it as much as they did, I'm like, Khan is not letting him back out of this. There's no way he's going to pull some bullshit. (laughs) You know, oh, I'm hurt, or I'm going to get in there, CM Punk's going to land a punch, I'm going to roll out and get counted out. No. With the way they promoted this match, and it being the biggest match so far of AEW's career in 2022. Yeah. No, he was not getting out of this match. (laughs) I don't think he wanted this match. Yeah. I mean, as a fan... You get to wrestle someone you look up to. And you get to whoop his ass. He didn't whoop his ass. He cheated. If you say that one more time. He fucking cheated. He can come fuck me any day. 
I will spread like the sea. <laughs> oh, shut. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Say it again, bitch. Say he cheated one more time, motherfucker. One more time, say it. Because I got more shit to say to embarrass you. Can we get on the rampage? No. I have lots of notes. And we're going to go through every piece of them. <laughs> Just like I want a piece of MJF. Oh my so, anyway. Match starts off. Typical MJF. He takes a cheap shot at CM Punk. Like a bitch. I'll be his bitch any day. And then Punk starts to land some chops. Get some offense going. Looks like he's going to be in control of this match. At this time I am screaming some not so nice language (laughs) at my TV. (laughs) Because I am not liking the way the match is going. (laughs) I did like the part and I thought it was funny as hell. Even though it was my man. Where CM Punk gets Maxwell Call in the ropes. And he keeps hitting him. And he keeps freaking <laughs> back. That was entertaining. That's very entertaining. That might be a sexual move we need to try out. That's what I was thinking as I was watching that. Hmm. We could have some springboard sex. Why are you turning red, Brendan? <laughs> You're turning redder than Kylo Ren's lightsaber. I think we need to get on with Rampage. I did think that was hilarious. And Maxwell sold that really well. Yeah. Really well. Because I would have fucking been dizzy like after the second one. <laughs> and he did it, what, four or five times? Yeah, it was a decent amount. Yeah, I would have been dizzy like after the second way. <laughs> of course, my equilibrium is always off anyway. So, then we go. And we get poor Maxwell jumps over the rail and goes up the crowd starts running away. Like Maxwell, we don't need to do this again. I've seen you do this in Greensboro. So, you admit he ran away through the crowd. I just think he ran through the crowd. I've seen it in Greensboro. And he didn't run where I was because I would have protected him. <laughs> you would have got kicked out. I probably would have, but I would have protected him because I would have slapped the fuck out of CM Punk. <laughs> I would have been like, I got to see Maxwell in person. I'm good. I've pretty much watched all of Dynamite in person. Y'all can kick me out now. See ya. <laughs> so they start fighting in the crowd. And Punk starts stomping him on the steps. Yeah. What a douchebag move, Punk. What a great move. What a great guy. Then Punk picks him up and slams him on the railing. Great guy. The handrail. Great guy. If I was sitting in them seats, I'd be grabbing that rail after his dick been on it. (laughs) You know that had to hurt. Can I can I do that to you? You can tell me how bad it hurts. Sure. Cause he looked like he was in some pain after that. Sure. I think I might have needed to go like massage him there. Can we get on with rampage? No. No. 
I want to talk about Adam Cole. We'll get there. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so then they come back down the stairs. CM Punk's got him in a headlock and is like hitting him. Yeah. As they get back into the ring. Yeah. Then Punk decides he's going to showboat a little bit. Nice. Probably not a good idea. Just saying. No, probably not. And as he has Maxwell in the corner, he decides he's going to go and try to, like, run into him, do something. (sighs) Maxwell, being the smart guy he is, moves out of the way. And Punk misses and hits his left arm into the pole. Ouch. (laughs) That hurt me. Yeah. That hurt me. I mean, I was glad he did it. And I probably was kind of yelling, break his arm afterwards. Yeah. I cannot confirm or deny that. But if you go find out on YouTube, you can find out. At the mid podcast. You can find out if I did that or not. Ow. So after Punk hurt his arm hitting the post. My man is like a shark in water, smelling the blood. Yeah. You got an injured part. That's the only part he's focusing on right now is to tear up that arm of Punk. However, using Punk's arm as a penis like you're jacking off, probably not the best way to hurt the arm. (laughs) And if you need some help in that department, I'm available. I would come jack you off anytime. All you got to do is call. It was funny, though. It was very funny in the ring. He was doing that. But those were the thoughts going through my mind at that time. Not to mention, he put his arm through the table. Yes, he put his arm on the table and stomped on it. Then stomped on it off the top rope in the ring. Yeah. So he was going after that arm big time. Yeah. And I mean, I can't blame him. If you no. need to... Not injure, but... Stabilize your opponent, maybe? Yeah. Might be the word I'm looking for. You go after the part that's hurt. Yeah. So I don't blame him. But the jacking off of the arm... Honey, if you need help, I'm available. You don't have to use CM Punk's arm for that. No, not at all. And you wasn't even doing it right. I can give you tips. Uh. Then I'm upset because that little fucking cunt punk decides to body slam Maxwell on the apron. Good. That hurts. Maxwell fucking deserved it. That hurts. Okay. And? And on top of that, I had to sit here and listen to the biased fucking commentators. They're not biased. They're 50-50, split right down the middle. No, no, they're not. Wasn't Taz on commentary? No, it was Excalibur, JR, and Tony Schiavone. Oh. And the only one I would have to say was kind of on Max's side would have been Excalibur, but he still said he was a douchebag. Because <laughs> Maxwell is. Maxwell is a douchebag. Tony Schiavone was very happy. The punk body slammed him on the apron. Good. You like Tony Schiavone. No, we don't. 
Yeah, we love them. So then Punk decides to climb to the top of the rope. Yep. And he gets the same treatment that he did to Maxwell when they were in the crowd. <laughs> Maxwell pulls on the rope. Punk falls. Hope he broke his dick. Oh, well, damn. You want to hurt Maxwell? I hope you broke your fucking dick, you piece of shit. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Jesus. Didn't we see... Didn't we see see MJF roll into the corner and he's kind of doing something. Yeah, he's unwrapping the tape from his arm. He proceeds to use this to choke out CM Punk. Yeah. And he puts it around his neck then kind of puts Punk in like the sleeper hole where you can't see the tape around his neck. Mm-hmm. Which is a smart move. Maxwell's calculated. Yeah. You can't say he's stupid. We'll get there. You cannot say the man is stupid. He is calculated. We'll get there. At what he does. We'll get there. And he chokes Punk out. And the bell rings and Maxwell wins. Or, or, so we think. Arm gets raised. Tape falls out. Maxwell, honey. I love you. I adore you. If you're going to cheat, you need to learn how to do it, not get caught. So, here's the funny thing. People, probably WWE fans, were complaining. It's like, oh, that should have happened. Wrestlers take tape off after the match all the time, so how would he know? I would agree with that. Uh, uh, like, maybe if Maxwell hit it better. He can come hit me any day between the legs with his penis. I said hid. <laughs> I said hit it. <laughs> well, too bad. That's not what I said. I know what you said. I was trying to play off what you said, dipshit. Oh. Hi, yeah, yeah. But Maxwell doesn't win. No. Yet. So we're all sitting here. And at this time, I think I'm proceeding to say the ref is a piece of shit. Tony Khan's a... Tony Khan's a piece of shit, which... TK, I take it back. I'm truly, truly sorry. You're still my favorite wrestler promotion. You still... I love you, And you will still get my money because I did drop some money this week on a new MJF shirt. Um... Yes, I was I I was mad. I was really <laughs> mad. I was like, the motherfucking bell rang. The rest of raised his hand. Match is over. You can't fucking do this shit. Match is over. Who the fuck does this ball motherfucking referee think he is? <laughs> I think I might have been speaking in foreign languages too. Maybe as mad as I was. Then, so instead of DQing Max. The match continues. The referee says the match will continue. Which I'm fine which with. Which Max is upset with. Like, he's like, fuck no! <laughs> yeah. So, they continue. And Maxwell pushes the referee. The referee pushes Max back straight into CM Punk, who does a roll-up. If Maxwell lost because of this, I would have probably come through the TV and beat the shit out of the referee. 
Like, really. Uh-huh. Next a- AEW event I went to, I would have probably been screaming at that referee. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it's funny. However, I'm not a fan of CM Punk, you little bitch-ass cunt, hitting Max in the head 20 times with your fucking fist. Max deserved it. No! That is a beautiful face that you don't need to mess up. Max deserved it. No! (laughs) Yes! Then, somehow, MJF ends up outside the ring. CM Punk decides he'll dive through the ropes. And he dives through the ropes hard enough that he puts puts Max over the barricade. Yay! However, Punk lands on his knee, which is already a little damaged. Yeah. So, now you've got a injured arm and an injured knee, and they're both on your left side. So, you have pretty much taken out all offense that you use with your left leg and your left arm. Yes. And with Punk's finisher, you kind of need... Your left arm and left knee. So, being the calculated, wonderful man that MJF is, he targets these two areas. Can't say I blame him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to win, you got to take your opponent out. One way or another. One way or another. Gonna get you, get you, get you, get you one way or another. Yeah, we're not singing that. Oh. So, MJF has... Punk in this hole, like he's got his knee bent backwards, like it's not supposed to be bent that far, and you yeah. got his arm locked up in a way that it's not supposed to be, and somehow Punk reverses it, and however, the reversal that Punk does into his move, he can't hold it because of his arm. Yeah. Then Punk tries to go for the GTS as the fans keep hollering, go to sleep. And he collapses under the weight of Maxwell, who is a nice 226 fine-looking pound. No. Punk never hits the GTS in this match at all. No. Not at all. I mean, I was expecting us to at least get one. Maybe do it and Max kicks out. I think Punk might have. None. Punk might have actually done something to his knee. I think he did, because there was a big red mark on his knee. If you go back and look, yeah, you can see there was a red mark on his knee. The best move of the match, unfortunately, besides Maxwell winning, was the Punk Hurricanrata on MJF. I'll do you one, Badger. Punk doing the Pepsi crunch no, no, off the top no. rope. If you watch the Hurricane Rana that he does from the overhead camera and the way he does it, best move of the match. It's it, up there. And it came from him, and I don't like him. It's up there. And Maxwell sold it so good, too. I thought Maxwell had done broke his neck again. 
I need him to quit giving me heart attacks. <laughs> I mean, the only heart attack he need to give me is when he's fucking me in the bed. Oh, my fucking God. Not when he's wrestling and I think he's done broke his neck. This is twice. Twice I done thought this dude done hurt his neck. Which, technically, he did. Evidently, he did do something to his neck. Because they said he got a stinger in his neck. Because you see him grip his neck. Yeah. And his face looks like he's in pain. I don't think he's selling that shit. I think he was actually in pain. Just like I think CM Punk was in pain with his knee. Yeah. This is a brutal match. You can tell when someone's selling something and when someone is really in pain. This was a hard-hitting match. Oh, yeah. These motherfuckers, like, were beating the shit out of each other. But, Maxwell, I need you to quit landing on your neck. (laughs) I really do, because you need to quit giving me heart attacks. So MJF gets the pump handle and tries to pin Punk. Punk kicks out. Yeah. Like, there are several times, like, this match has been over. Like, it's been like a 2.999 count for (laughs) both guys. Yeah. Kick out after kick out. Yes. My next issue with this match. Yeah. Don't know how to bring this up. What the hell is up with the biting? Maxwell, you do this all the time. If you want to get kinky, there's a place in time for that. The ring is not it. (laughs) I got shit you can bite. Come and do it. My fucking god. And I probably would enjoy it. And get off on it. But please explain to me. Please explain to me what is up with this shit, Brendan. Punk even did it. Punk even (laughs) tried to bite Maxwell in the head. And not the one between the legs. That's my job. What? (sighs) Why? Why is my question. There's a time and place for that. The ring isn't on it. (laughs) The bedroom is it. Can we move on? No, because I need your take on this. My take is they're both kinky bastards. (laughs) Maxwell, if you want to be kinky, come to my bedroom. I can show you a thing or two because I'm a little older than you. Been around for a little longer than you. I don't need to know this. This is where CM Punk lands his Pepsi plunge. A move, according to JR, he has not done in 17 years. Because he has not done in 17 years. And as he does it, though, he kind of lands on, on his, his knee. knee. And it doesn't take the effect that it should on said opponent, hot man MJF, because MJF gets his knee down. Yeah. Smart move, Maxwell. Maxwell's still a bitch. Next. Then we see CM Punk climb the rope again. After he lands a kick to Maxwell's head, please stop kicking him in the head. He deserves it. That's okay. I'll rub both heads, top and bottom. So he climbs to the top, 
and he lands on MJF with the elbow. So here we think, over. He's going to pin him. He's, Punk's going to win, right? Yeah. No. Maxwell kicks out. I <laughs> mean, come on. How many times is Maxwell going to kick out? Too damn many. Well, he kicks out enough to get the win, right? Sadly. So then we see Max decides to roll out of the ring, which is typical. And who comes strolling out of the tunnel? Wardlow. Wardlow. So, there's been some tension between Max and Wardlow, and we're thinking, what's Wardlow going to do? Wardlow's hired to protect Max, right? Yeah. Good bodyguard would come and check on said person you're supposed to be protecting. Yeah. So, Wardlow walks down, looks at Max, steps over Max, and goes eye to eye with Punk. As Wardlow is eye to eye with Punk outside the ring, during the replay we notice Wardlow gives MJF. Wardlow puts his hand behind his back with the dynamite diamond ring in it. Because Maxwell cheated. Maxwell rolls back into the ring. Um... The referee is distracted with Wardlow, you know, trying to keep Wardlow out of the ring. Punk turns around. MJF knocks the fuck out of him with that ring. Fucking cheating bastard, son of a bitch. What happens then? Please don't get us copyrighted. What happens then? Maxwell wins. Maxwell wins. I'm so happy. He gets the one, two, three. He pinned that little bitch <laughs> twice in one match because he's that damn good. Sadly. Because he's better than you and you know it. He had to pin the motherfucker twice. He cheated both pinned, fucking times. Pinned the motherfucker twice. Pinned the motherfucker twice. Got the win both times. He cheated twice. Can you prove he cheated the second time? Yes. The referee couldn't find anything on him to say he cheated. No, because he gave the ring back to Wardlow. So therefore he didn't cheat. So therefore he did, he just didn't get caught. Didn't he get the win? Anyways, so Rampage time. You know what? What? I need it to be Wednesday. Because I need to hear what he's got to say. Because it is going to be off the hook. No, we need TK's announcement. <laughs> it is going to be off the hook. We need TK's announcement. It's going to be off the hook. TK's announcement. Excellent match. Hook. I want to send Hook. Can yes. we send Hook? We send Hook next week, evidently. Yay. But. But. It was a great match. I was so happy MJF won. Dynamite was awesome. Dynamite was Fucking awesome. So, that's the end, sort of, kind of, of Dynamite. Dynamite. So, what were your top five moments from Dynamite on Wednesday, Brendan? Danhausen. 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 Did I mention Danhausen? Adam Cole. Oh, not to mention Dan Housen. I said five, not six, bitch. <laughs>
Did I not teach you how to count in them fucking <laughs> crappy schools in Indiana? Would you like to hear my five top moments? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you thought they were all going to be Maxwell, 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 Maxwell. Probably. They're not. Wow. Number five. Yuda hanging with Moxley. Yeah. Number four. Danielson talking about joining forces with Moxley. Nice. Number three. MJF thinking he got the win by choking out CM Punk. <laughs> Number two. Wardlow being a sneaky bad boy. <laughs> and my number one moment from Dynamite. Maxwell beating Punk. Maxwell beating Punk in Chicago like he said he was going to do. Maxwell, I will trust you with my life because evidently you back your shit up. So do you want my top five actually? Yes. Five would be Dan House and distracting Mots and Yuta flying off the top rope. That was really good. Four, uh, the Pepsi plunge. Three, the her- CM Punk doing the reverse. Hurricane Rana. Hurricane Rana. Mm-hmm. Second, Danielson. Wait, did I say that already? No, I oh. didn't. Danielson trying to team up with Mox. And first, fucking hate to say this. I hate to fucking say this. Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. You know it. Don't get us copyrighted, damn it. <laughs> I didn't play it long. I, I hate to say this. I don't want to say it. But I think I have to. Adam Cole's promo. <laughs> That's not what you were going to say. <laughs> No, Punk losing the Maxwell. It was unexpected for it to happen in Chicago. Yes, I definitely did not see Maxwell winning. No. Even being a Maxwell fan, I didn't see him winning in Chicago. Thought it would be a great match and still thought Punk was going to win. Yeah. Especially when they restarted the match. Oh, when they definitely restarted, I was like, oh. Fuck, Punk's definitely gonna win now. But I'm I'm shocked they let Maxwell go over in Chicago. And if you notice after that match, Maxwell laid on top of Punk for a little while. I'm probably thinking the fuck out of him. That's what a lot of people are saying. I mean, nobody knows because it's a private conversation between them. Mm-hmm. But that's very nice of Maxwell. See, he's not such a dickhead after all. I think if Punk if this was a WWE match, Punk wouldn't have let it happen. If this match took place on like a SmackDown or a Raw, I don't think Punk would have said, no, I'm not putting this kid over. But since it's AEW and Punk loves this company a lot, I think he, want, he wants the young talent. Maxwell being only 25. It's like, okay, I'll put this... I'll take all 25 inches of Maxwell, too. I'll put this young talent over in my hometown. So. But you've seen the same thing with Danielson putting over Adam Page in two matches. Yeah. And I still don't like 
Hangman Adam Page. No. But no, AEW doesn't build on their homegrown talent. So those were your top five? Yeah. I know it killed you to say that. Did I mention Dan Housen? You did. <laughs> However, I should have recorded some of the shit you were saying last night. Like what? Um, MJF is the greatest wrestler ever. I really wanted something really bad. What was the other thing you said about him? He was the greatest wrestler and what? <laughs> Nothing. That he's not what? <laughs> that I he's say nothing. Not an asshole. Do you have proof of this? No, because I didn't record it this time. But I do have proof that you said MJF is a god. I really wanted something. You wanted it so bad that you would say that about Maxwell. I wanted something so bad that I said Maxwell is the sexiest man alive. <laughs> There you have it. I can't wait to hear Bobby's reaction when he hears you say that. I wish I could take it back. <laughs> nope, you can't. But I can't. Anyways, so time anyways, to move on to Rampage. Dynamite would get a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. For Wednesday, because it was fucking awesome. Yep. Fucking awesome. Okay, so now we have boring Rampage. No. Rampage, Rampage was awesome. Yes, Rampage was awesome too. I was being funny. So Rampage starts off with your man, Adam Cole, baby, versus Evil Uno. I don't think I've ever seen Evil Uno wrestle a singles match. I think I've only seen him in tag matches. Yeah. Do you know what Adam Cole's record is on Rampage? Undefeated. Well, no shit, but... 5-0? 4-0. He is 4-0 on Rampage and 5-0. On dynamite. Nice. Cole looks a little angry. Yeah, it's alright to be angry. I mean, is Britt not giving him the the poo nanny? She probably is, but he's he prob- angry. It's probably pissed that he got fucking beat by Orange Cassidy last week. Oh, is that on Cole upset Orange Cassidy put him through the stage? <laughs> Do we want to cry like a wool baby? No, because Adam Cole's going after something else he can't. The world title. So, Adam Cole lands a high boot and starts beating the shit out of Evil Uno. I thought this match was going to be over in like two minutes. I did too. Did Evil Uno even get any offense in this match? Yeah, he got some. Okay, I couldn't remember. Then oh, Adam Cole he got does. I got it in my notes here. <laughs> then Adam Cole lands two super kicks, then drops the boom on him. He loved dropping the boom. But you know what we love better than dropping the boom? Story time with Adam Cole, baby. What do we love better than that? Super kick party. Super kick party. We need to do a super kick party on somebody. Yeah. Ain't nobody pissed us off really lately. I know somebody we can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Adam Cole wins the match. Yeah. Then he grabs the mic. We love Adam Cole, baby. We love Adam Cole on the mic, too. Adam Cole begins to call people out by name. And what do all these people that he's calling out by name have in common? They lost to his ass. They lost to Adam Cole. Adam Cole proceeds to want respect. So did Aretha Franklin. She wrote a song about it. (laughs) 
And he proceeds to let the AEW fans know he has a goal. And what is his goal, Brendan? World Championship, baby. He wants the AEW title. I am for an Adam Cole Hangman Page match at Revolution in March. Four, five weeks. First week of March. Yeah, so like five weeks? So like three weeks. Four weeks? Because we're the second week of February. I'm for that. Next segment, we have my girl, love me some Jay Cargill. I loved her even more after her interview on Jericho's podcast. Really good interview. Like, she don't need the money to do this. She's doing it because she wants to. Exactly. So, I love her because she's green like money. (laughs) And she is that bitch show. Jade's awesome. Jade is awesome. So, who do you think is going to be her next opponent? I don't know. I really don't know. They really don't have anybody on her level. And the only person I think could go toe-to-toe with her, maybe Nala Rose. Nala's got the size size. and power. I don't think she has the power like Jade. No. She's got the size. Jade's got the power. And I think it'd be a good match. Ooh, that could be a good match. I still need Jade in the pinnacle, though. Yeah. I oh. still need her in the pinnacle. What's... Her Her and Maxwell on the mic. What is Mark Sterling wearing around his neck? He's wearing a neck brace. Yeah, because he got hurt in the match. <laughs> I like Mark Sterling. I need a lawyer like Mark Sterling. <laughs> so, next we get... Your boy, the Spanish god, Sammy Guevara. Fuck that guy. And Isaiah Cassidy. Yay, Isaiah Cassidy. Sammy comes out with both TNT titles wrapped around him, which I don't know if he's doing that to conceal something, or he just wants to show them both off. Maybe both. Maybe. I did did dig Sammy's gear, the teal. He looked good in teal. He looks good in nothing. That's what Take Auntie says. Maxwell is better than Sammy. I'd like to see Maxwell in nothing too. Hmm. In my like, bed. if I had to choose between with me on top of him, rooting between Maxwell and Sammy, you're taking Maxwell. I'm taking Maxwell. <laughs> we notice Sammy has tape around his ribs, so Sammy is probably still feeling the effects of that ladder match, which was awesome. Can we put tape around his mouth so he could stop talking? I mean, I wouldn't kick a Spanish god out of my bed, maybe. But one of the commentators said I wanted a Spanish god, and I can't remember which one said I think it. Was I think it was Jericho. Ex- it, yeah. It was probably Jericho. I think it was Jericho, because it was on. It was Jericho, it's, Taz. Excalibur. Excalibur. So it was either Jericho or Excalibur that said that. Um, they could have a Spanish god. I will take the douchebag god named Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> <laughs> so, match starts. Pretty good match between the two. It was a good match. I didn't realize how good Isaiah Cassidy was. 
as a singles competitor. He can be like a good TNT mid-carder type figure. Yes. However, he does have some help on outside the ring where he has Matt Hardy and his partner. Yeah. Forgot his partner's name. I did too. Matt Hardy proceeds to slam Sammy on the side of the ring. I mean, you've already got hurt ribs. That's probably not going to feel so great. No, not at all. Which, when this happens, gives Isaiah Cassidy momentum, and he starts whooping the shit out of Sammy Guevara. Good. Yes. And you can tell Sammy's in some pain from them ribs. I mean, if I went through some ladders like that and jumped off a 20-foot ladder into a cutter, I probably would be hurt <laughs> too. Yeah. Sammy lands another awesome cutter. I might not like Sammy, but dude is fucking good. He's really damn good. And Sammy wins. And we get a little action after the match. Yeah. My boy, Andrade, (laughs) enters the ring. Yeah. So you're going to think... Matt Hardy, Isaiah, Isaiah's partner, who, sorry, we forgot your name. <laughs> and Matt Hardy is getting ready to jump on Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Who comes to Sammy's rescue? Darby. Wasn't expecting. Wasn't expecting. Darby comes flying down to the ring like a bat out of hell, which <laughs> is an album by Meatloaf, which is really good. And kind of helps Sammy out. Well, as the ring clears, it's just Darby and Sammy. Sammy's looking at Darby like, what the fuck, man? Darby's looking at him TNT titles. Slaps both of them as Sammy has them on his arms. Are we going to get a Darby, Sammy Guevara TNT title shot at Revolution? That could be a good match. Both of them are high flyers. That, I, I could be down for that. That could be match of the year. If we get that, it might have the quality of match of the year. I'm down with that match. Probably would pull for Sammy over Darby because I just don't feel Darby. I would root for Darby. (laughs) I know you like Darby, but just not feeling Darby. I think he's a little annoying. I don't know what it is about him. Great wrestler, great wrestler. He ain't taking nothing away from his skill. It's just his character. That's how I feel about Sammy. Just his character. But then again, I'm not into goth, so that might have something to do with it. Two grown men going through a goth phase. Not not having a goth stage. Having a Maxwell stage, but not a goth stage. Anyways. So that might be why I'm not into Darby. I've never liked Sting neither, so. Like, I was never a Sting fan when in his heyday neither, so. Then we get a QT Marshall promo. Fuck QT. Hook's gonna body slam his ass again. So QT wants to send for Hook against somebody. We don't know who. He's gonna send one of his proteges. So I'm looking forward to seeing who it is and watching Hook beat the shit out of him. Yeah, whoever it is, Hook's gonna be in like two seconds. I mean, I, I like Hook. Like Hook's dad. Taz was like 
the man back in the day always rooted for Taz. <clears throat> then we have another promo, and it's Chris Statlander getting interviewed. She looks even better without all the makeup on. Bitch gets backslapped with a chair by Layla Hirsch. Uh, four foot of nothing. Um, do you think they're pushing Layla Hirsch maybe to become TBS champion, AEW women's champion? Mm, maybe. I don't know how I feel about that because I don't like her at all. And I usually root for the bad guys. That's just me. Like, I'm a Maxwell fan. You can't yeah. get no worse than Maxwell, right? <laughs> I'm just not digging her, though. Huh. Neither am I. But Britt's gone through everybody. You really, besides Jade, you really can't have another good match with Britt. Yeah. That we haven't seen, let me put it like that. Unless, like, somebody like a Tony Storm comes in. Oh, no, if Tony Storm comes in, those two would tear the house down. Or, like, Ember Moon. That's another one that could come in and tear the house down. But, yeah. Then, we get a women's match. Yay. And it's Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa. Not a fan of Thunder Rosa. I don't know what it is. I mean, I like I follow her on Twitter. She's pretty cool on Twitter. I like Thunder Rosa. I, I just don't know. Like, I could take her or leave her, I guess. Yeah. I guess depending on who she's wrestling, would I root for her or not? Now, if she's wrestling Layla Hirsch, probably would root for Thunder Rosa. She's wrestling Jade. You would root, root for, for Jade. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wrestling Jamie Hayter, probably would root for Thunder Rosa. Not a Hayter oh, fan. that's tough. That's tough. You know? Because so, I like Jamie Hayter. Thunder Rosa comes in, throws her jacket at uh, Martinez. Or throws her jacket as she's marching to the ring to face Martinez. Um, and she's taking it to Martinez. I think I was walking dog during this match. I think you might have been, but she was taking it to Martinez. Then Martinez begins to take it to Thunder Rosa. Yeah. And we see something that we very rarely see in AEW. A DQ! A disqualification. What the fuck? Martinez gets DQ'd because Martinez grabs a lead pipe and hits Thunder Rosa upside the head and clocks the fuck out of her. Even though we did see a DQ like three to four weeks ago. That had Captain Sean Dean beating Maxwell. (laughs) That doesn't count. Anyway... Interesting. We got a DQ. Then we get a nice little video package of Serena Deeb. Like, Serena Deeb's a bad guy. But I'm, like, on the fence with her. Like, depending on who she's wrestling, I could take her leave her. Kind of like Thunder Rosa. Yeah, kind of like Thunder Rosa. Then we see Martinez getting interviewed in the back. And who shows up? D-M-D. Brent shows up. And proceeds to get on Martinez because she didn't take out Thunder Rosa. Yeah. 
come to find out, it was not Mark Sterling who hired Mercedes Martinez to help Jade because Jade don't need no help because she's that bitch show. Yeah. It was Britt Baker who hired Mercedes Martinez to take out Thunder Rosa. Mark Sterling was the middleman. <laughs> and we're starting to get some tension between Martinez and Baker. Would you like to see a Martinez-Baker match? Give me Martinez versus Hater first. Hater steps in. So she can't get to Baker. So that's probably what's going to happen. You're going to get a Martinez-Hater match. And then you're going to get, after Martinez beats Hater, get uh, Martinez-Baker. Probably. And then we get to our main event. Yeah. Overall thoughts, before we even say who's in this main event, overall thoughts of that match, the main event match. Really good match. Really good match. I would almost put that match on the same level as the Punk-MJF match from Wednesday. Almost. It's probably maybe three steps lower. Which is still not bad. It didn't go as long. It didn't go as long. But entertainment-wise? It was entertaining. It It's almost on that level. It was really back and forth. Our main event on Rampage is the absolute Ricky Starks. FTW Championship. FT- absolute Ricky Starks. Against Jay Lethal. Good match. Great match. Match going back and forth. Match of the week. You know, I don't know about that. They're going back and forth. I do have one question. Why does Ricky Starks always look like he's pissed off? I don't know, but I like it. Like, dude, your face is going to freeze like that. I like how he looks like I'm here to fuck shit up. If you don't like it, fuck you. And the best part was the crowd. The crowd was split 50-50 for rooting for Starks and rooting for Lethal. Uh-huh. So right there, you knew you were going to have a good match. Yeah. And Starks ends up winning. By reversing the Lethal injection. injection. That was badass. Lethal rejection. Lethal rejection that night. <laughs> it was a really good match. So do you think we'll see this feud continue? I hope so. Bit? I really hope so. I think we need a match of these two that could go more than 15 minutes because I wouldn't mind seeing like a 30 minute match between Lethal and Starks. Also, Ricky Starks came out with backup. Powerhouse Hobbs. Yes. And Powerhouse really Damn, didn't dude. get involved that much. He stood over Lethal once when Lethal was on the ground. Got yeah, up in Lethal's face once. Lethal tried to come after him. But he never physically put his hands on him until after the match. Yeah. Now that's what I'm saying. Bad guy, bring backup. Backup don't need to be used. Ricky Starks can evidently take care of business in the ring and don't need backup. Good. I like Ricky Starks. I like Ricky Starks. I like Team Taz. I like Team Taz, too. 
Well, I think that's like the first time I've seen backup come and backup not get involved. Ricky Starks can back up shit without his backup. So can Maxwell shut the fuck up. No, you can't. Maxwell can do no wrong. He's the perfect person. Ricky Starks is better. No. <laughs> so, that is all for Rampage. What would you rate Rampage? A 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I think I would have to give it a 9 out of 10. It was a good week for AEW. It was a very good week for AEW. I think I had some other stuff I wanted to talk about. Oh, and God. I forgot. Oh, God. So, we're going to get to that. Because I was just so excited to talk about this other match. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Um. Hold on, I'm looking. Do, 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 do. I don't think I want to talk about that now. Um, I don't need you singing in my fucking ear. Oh, this is what I, w- I want your take on. Okay. Somebody tweeted out, Adam Cole is this generation's Shawn Michaels. 100% agree. I don't think I could not disagree. You know, given that I am a big Shawn Michaels fan, I don't think I could disagree with that. 100% agree. Also, what's your take on this? Somebody said, Tony Khan has made professional wrestling fun again, and I'm so thankful. Agreed 1,000% whoever said that. I think I was talking to somebody on Twitter, and I was like, after... 2016 WWE when it started to go down. I stopped watching wrestling for a while. Oh, then magically this new company comes up called AEW. Huh. Well, TK brought me back into pro wrestling. And see, like, when AEW started and it was on TV, I'd record it and I'd watch it, but I wasn't, like, invested. Yeah. And then I started getting invested into it because, like you said, WWE started going downhill. It was the same shit over and over again. You got the same motherfucker winning the belt, um, holding the belt for fucking two goddamn years. I don't need to see that shit. No. It's boring as hell. Yeah. And then I started getting AEW. And, like, it was good on TV. And then I went to my first live event. And I was like, holy shit. I need these motherfuckers to come back to North Carolina because I need to go to another event. <laughs> yeah. Like, just the crowd, the the atmosphere, you know. And I've been to plenty of WWE events in my lifetime. Even went to one eight months pregnant with your sister. And I don't know. Maybe it's this new generation of fan, given I'm kind of an old school fan. I'm digging it. I'll hang with these motherfuckers all day long. Let's roll. I think what's really sad is that the Royal Rumble had 44,000 people, right? And 
How many tickets did they sell for Chicago? AEW? Oh, they pretty much sold that bitch out in a fucking snowstorm with like, what, seven or eight inches of snow on the ground? What's the capacity of it? I forgot. It, like 30,000 less people, give or take. Yeah, AEW is, I mean, yeah, AEW's biggest venues are usually, I would say between seven and 10,000. Yeah. And after beach break, when MJF announced that he would give us the match, and I got lots of things you can give me, sweetie, please, um, they moved an additional 500 and some tickets. Damn. That night alone, 175 tickets got moved. Between, thank you for coming down the road like you're a jackass. Um, but between Thursday and Wednesday when Dynamite aired, yeah. They moved 560 tickets. Shit. But the fact that a crowd of only like around 10,000 was louder than 44,000 people. Yeah, you did something wrong. Okay, I have another one. Someone tweeted out, and I don't know if I agree or disagree. Okay. Tony Khan legit got everyone excited for for Atlantic City AEW show more than Mania season which is cold as hell with nothing but rematches from the past year. What this person is saying our man the con has a major announcement for Dynamite on Wednesday and we're all trying to guess what it is. Now is Tony good at um, keeping a secret? Well real quick. We'll see or see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me find the tweet. This is what he said. The forbidden door can be opened for anyone from any wrestling promotion in the world. Whether or not it's a company AEW is on good terms with, even if it's someone from a company that's open for business, they're also welcome to slam the door in the face of their prior company. Yes. Oh, my notes got messed up. Okay. So... After we do this, I want to go back to the Starks match real quick. Um, how would you feel about this match, Brendan? Sammy versus Darby versus Andrade. Triple threat match. Mm, take Andrade out of there. Fuck no! I'm just not a fan of Andrade. I love, I love me some Andrade. Talking about TK's announcement. Trio's title? No, because he said it's a debut. But he could still do a debut and drop that. I don't know, but he has confirmed that it's a trio's. Or not a, it's a debut. We're getting a debut on Dynamite this week. And whoever that debut is, according to the All Elite Wrestling Twitter... Um, I'll read you the tweet. It says, it's official. Tony Khan's big announcement on Wednesday will be a new free agent signing with AEW. Plus, they'll debut on Dynamite in a qualifier for the face of the Revolution ladder match versus Isaiah Cassidy with the winner competing for a TNT title shot at Revolution on pay-per-view. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Johnny Gargano? 
Oh, it fits Gargano. Gargano or Mar? Yeah, I saw that. Gargano or Marty Scroll. If one of those two show up, oh, 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 I might. You might need a new roof. Yeah. So anyway, let me go back to the stars match real quick. Oh yeah, because my notes kind of got messed up. Um. We didn't talk about Dante Martin coming out and helping Jay Lethal. Oh, yeah. I forgot that happened. I forgot that And that's that where Starks countered Lethal Injection to get the win. Yeah. Um, What I wanted to say, how would you feel about a Hobbs Stark versus Martin Lethal? That could be a good match. Tag match. That could be a good match. be a really good that could be a damn good match. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Well. Okay. Mm. Is it wrong for me to be licking my phone? Yes. Yes, it is. It ain't my fault I got a shirtless Maxwell on my phone. So, Dynamite, for this upcoming Wednesday. Yeah. We are getting... Hangman Page versus Lance Archer in a Texas death match. Hangman's going to win. Tony's announcement. A Face of Revolution qualifying match. The Inner Circle team meeting. Yeah. And what I'm most, 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 most excited about. We are going to hear from the one and only. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. MJF. I cannot wait to hear what he's got to say. And he's been kind of laying low on Twitter, too. I think he's saving it for Wednesday. Like, I figured his Twitter game would be all up since he won. He's saving it for Wednesday. He might be recovering from celebration. So, overall thoughts on AEW this week? Fucking awesome! It was really fucking amazing. Like, if I could have fucking went to Chicago, I would have fucking went to Chicago. It was a damn good show. I cannot complain. This is why Tony Khan gets my fucking money all the time. Anyways. I I, I really need him to stop taking my money. I think that's it for us for now. Right? Um, yes. I think, think that's all I got. Unless we want to talk about the MJF match tomorrow. No. I'm sure I can come up with stuff. No. I'm pretty sure I can. No, I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. And like your your grandparents have done called me like three times. And then your papa texts me. He's like, let me know when you're done. We're hungry. And I was like, we are too. See, but I don't want to like go sit down somewhere. But it's free fucking food and we're going to go. Or you can starve. Well, damn. Anyways... So, anyways, we'll be back on Monday with Random Shit Monday. Yeah. And if you haven't checked us out, you can find us on Twitter. Somebody needs to up our Twitter game. But you, mean, can, you can find us on Twitter at The Mid Podcast. That's where we put out polls and ask our listeners different stuff. 
We're three followers away from 100. Nice. And you can listen to us on Spotify and YouTube at The Mid Podcast. Be sure to give us a five-star rating on Spotify and hit that like or subscribe button on YouTube and leave us a comment on YouTube. And you can also join us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash the mid podcast and subscribe to our exclusive content on Patreon. Mm-hmm. We have different tiers. We understand times are tough for everybody with inflation. But please help and support us. And we hope you enjoyed our AEW review. Because, Brendan, 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 you know what? What? Because we are better than you, and you know it. Oh, make sure you go check out AvengerShop.com to buy a t-shirt. Or Avengers.com slash shop. Yes, Avengers.com slash shop. And help our buddies over at the Avengers podcast, which you can find them on Spotify. Everything. And Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. But yeah, go listen to them if you're into geek, nerdy. Random. Stuff. Yeah. They are awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Very we we love those people. guys. They're awesome. Swell people. Yes, they're the ones that. Gave us our inspiration to start this. Mm-hmm. So we love some Brandon, Clinton, and Amy. Yep. But we'll be back on Monday. We love everybody in the Discord. And now I have been celebrating a win since Wednesday. And I'm going to go celebrate some more. Uh, I may or may not watch that match again. Because uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's nothing on TV. No. I do need to do homework, though. But as we say on the mid-podcast... We are mid out. Goodbye, people.